And I'm joined by two of my pals from the last Green Valley. It's the Chief Ranger, Bill Reed, is here along with the Assistant Director, Fran Kafalis, to talk about Eagle Month and the Midwinter Eagle Survey. Yeah, they just did it last weekend. Folks, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. And for the uninitiated Chief Ranger, Bill, what exactly is the Midwinter Eagle Survey? Well, thank you, Wayne. It's always a pleasure to be speaking with you and all the listeners uh, out there. Uh, the Midwinter Eagle Survey actually is 41 years old this year. It started all the way back, in, I'm sorry, 42 years old. started in 1979. And what it is, it's actually a national effort um, around the country, especially in the, you know, the, the more southerly or mid-states mid, uh, uh, down to the south. Um, and what it is, it's actually organized nationally by the United States Army Corps of Engineers. And what it is, is there are four hours, everybody at the same time around the country, four hours in the morning, usually the first or second Saturday in January, from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m., we go out and we look for bald eagles. We go where they like to congregate, so we're going to be on lakes and ponds and rivers. And every time we see an eagle, we make a markdown on the exact time that we see it, what it's doing, whether it's an adult or whether it's a female uh, or immature. And what happens is all of that data is gathered, not just here in the state of Connecticut, uh, where it's coordinated by the Connecticut Department of Energy and Environmental Protection uh, Wildlife Division, but also uh, around the country. And it's imagine being able to get a quick snapshot of one specific species of how many, how many there are in the country nationally. And that's why we all do it at the same time. And uh, it's a lot of fun. We've been doing it now for 11 years. Uh, we started in, in the year 2000. And uh, it's just a wonderful effort. And all that data gets fed back to the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection to give a quick snapshot of how many bald eagles are in the state in January. And we'll get the numbers on that in a second. But Bill sent me the standardized bald eagle survey form. It's two pages long. They ask a lot of information about what exactly was seen on these observations. Fran, why is the last Green Valley involved with this project? Um, well, I mean, Ranger Bill got involved with the Connecticut uh, DEP ten, more than 10 years ago now, right, Bill? Um, That's correct, and, yeah. Yep, and, and uh, you know, we, we just... We have the capacity to help them coordinate the volunteers here in the region. Um, but, and, and this is, I think, really important. The state really didn't recognize how many bald eagles there were until Bill led Source to Sea, uh, again, more than 10 years ago. And, and, and during that, that paddle up and down the corridor, discovered that there were eagle nests that nobody knew about. Yeah, that's that's correct. You know, we did source to sea in seventy nine, uh, two thousand nine, and um, saw eagles everywhere on all the major rivers. And then I saw a report of the Midwinter Survey uh, from two thousand nine that there was one eagle on the Quinnebog. So I got in touch with them. I said, "You guys want some help up here? Because I can put a lot of volunteers together." And uh, and that's what we've done over the years. Uh, this year we had forty eight volunteers all throughout. Uh, the National Heritage Corps, the 26 towns that are in Connecticut that are part of the last Binoculars are, are a help, uh, obviously. Uh, but uh, this year I had a volunteer that didn't have binoculars, so I, I had a couple of pairs. Um, the important thing about it, however, is that each of the teams is led by someone who's been doing this for a number of years. And, and that experience in identifying bald eagles 
and correctly filling out the data forms is important because then the wildlife uh, division folks are going are gonna to have confidence that the data forms are correct. It seems to me it was a little nippy that morning. I just checked it out, 21 degrees on that Saturday morning at Bradley. So paint me the picture. Fran, tell me what it's like for the people that are out there and what they do. Obviously, you got to dress in a lot of layers because it's nippy, but you're out there for a really good reason. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we keep trying to keep moving, and, um, you know, you're, you're constantly turning around looking in one direction or another because the, uh, the bald eagles come, you know, they show up when you least expect it sometimes, <laughs> and you find yourself going, where did that bird just come from? Um, but um, it, it is, you know, Wayne, it never gets old seeing a bald eagle. Uh, this is my fourth year uh, helping Bill um, on on the uh, midwinter eagle survey, and and every time I see a bald eagle, it is, it is it's a thrill. It's like I've never seen one before. Um, they're just such incredible incredible animals. Well, I've never done it, but I can picture what it's like. And by the way, I've seen pictures of this year's event on the Last Green Valley's Facebook page. You've got four or five of them on there. You can actually see the eagles and so forth, so I recommend people go there to see it. But here's a group of people. They're out there by, for example, a river, and somebody spots an eagle. On one hand, you want to go, oh, goody, and cheer and stuff like that. On the other hand, isn't the job to see it and kind of quietly go check it out, but don't scare the bird away? Yeah, that's that's correct, Wayne. Um, you know, especially this time of year when it's cold, uh, it's best not to approach uh, an eagle that's roosting or sitting up in a tree, and particularly a young one. Those are the ones that are the most susceptible uh, during the winter time. Um, and uh, the other thing is, just to let folks know, the reason we do it in the winter is that this is when so many of the eagles are congregating down this way from further up north when it, when the rivers and lakes are frozen. Now, the reason I have, I had seven people with me this year, and it's a big help, and because I go down to the, the Quindabog Valley Trout Hatchery. It's a huge open field there in, in the central village area of Plainfield, and it's a 360 view in all directions. And so you really need to have that many people looking in different directions. Um, if I was just on a lake all by myself, you know, I could probably just sit there with my binoculars and I'd be fine. But, boy, um, it really helped uh, having that many people the, this, this year. Did people on this year's event see actual flying eagles, or they were pretty much perched on tree branches? Uh, both. Um, and, uh, you know, the first eagle we saw was just flying through. Um, it was a juvenile, probably about three years old by the type of coloration that was on it. Uh, and then one adult and another adult came and roosted together on top of the big uh, electric transmission line poles that cross over uh, there down at the hatchery. Uh, they like to be up in the tallest tree that they can be in when they're they're roosting. Um, and um, and so we saw them both. And that that adult pair is probably a, a nesting pair together. That's why they were hanging out together. And um, it was they they hung out most of the day, didn't they, Fran? Yeah, yeah, and they they came and went a couple of times, <laughs> um, and uh, actually, uh, we think uh, we captured them making some eggs. <laughs> well, the DEP and the Army Corps of Engineers coordinated statewide, so you don't have numbers for the entire state, but you do have an idea of what the Last Green Valley folks found here in the quiet corner, and that's what people want to hear right now, Bill. Now we've set it up. So now it's time to give us some numbers. What did you see, and how do those numbers compare to prior years? Well, we had a total of 38, I'm sorry, 35 eagles 
cited this year. Uh, and it was sort of an even split at this point between adults and juveniles. Uh, one of the locations, all I have is a number of eagles, and that's over at Mansfield Hollow, not that far from, from you guys there in Willimantic. Um, and they, sound, they cited five, but I don't have the breakdown between adults and, and juveniles. Um, and, uh, but that's the number. It's up from last year. Last year was, I want to say, 27 bald eagles that we cited. Um, and it would be interesting to see what the numbers are statewide. I mean, here's the bottom line, Wayne. We know that really since, you know, since this whole thing started with the state back in 79 and since we started in 2010, that there are more and more eagles uh, residing in this area. Uh, we have nesting bald eagles. They're pretty. It's pretty easy to go out and see a bald eagle if you know where to go. Here in the last game Friend, do you hear from people who went out and did it and struck out? They spend the whole cold January morning looking for eagles, and they don't see any. Or do most people that go out find at least one? Well, unfortunately, a couple of teams I think struck out or 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 came or or saw things they weren't sure about. Um, but the interesting thing is, Wayne, is every time we post something on social media, I get back reports of people who have seen a bald eagle, um, you know, in a, in a location. And, and, and that kind of, you know, um, Bill is the pragmatist and I'm the optimist uh, when it comes to the bald eagles. I'm convinced there are more nests than we know about. And, and when I get these social media posts about, you know, people, I saw a bald eagle in, in, for example, in Hampton, um, we've gotten a lot of social media reports about about seeing adults in Hampton, and and I actually saw one at Goodwin um, in the fall. Um, so, like, I am personally convinced there's an eagle nest over there that we just haven't located. Um, so, so interestingly enough, more and more, what we're hearing about is people seeing them in places that we might not expect. Ranger Bill, do you also plan your observation spots at areas where in prior years you have seen nests and you know the nests are there, and a lot of times those birds come back to their same nest? And some people might say you're stacking the deck, but as far as I'm concerned, you saw an eagle last year, do you see it this year? And that's part of what this is all about. Right. You know, most of the observation points are ones we've used for many, many years. They're river locations, bridges, crossing a river where you can see up and down the river. Um, you know, where I am, uh, at the hatchery, there's almost a mile of Quinnebuck River along that, that property there. But we're really out in a wide open field area. Um, I would say that of the nests, of the, of the, the viewing locations, some of them were within a, you know, a few miles of a nest. Um, where we were, uh, at the hatchery, it's about four miles to a nest. Um, the people down in Norwich were a few miles from, from a nest. But the Norwich folks saw, you know, more than two eagles. They saw six eagles. And so they had really good success on that team. I'm looking at Facebook here, and one of the pictures on your page posted yesterday, wonderful TLGV volunteer ranger JP monitors an eagle nest in Sprague and captured this photo the other day. It gives you a sense of the size of a nest. Our resident eagles are back at their nest and have been sprucing up the place since probably mid-December. The nest rebuilding and enhancements will really kick into gear later this month, and it's all in preparation for egg laying. In a few weeks, you might spot adult bald eagles carrying nest-building materials, and this is why. So a good little uh, background on what this is all about. 
I've not seen an eagle's nest that I'm aware of, but I have seen heron nest, including one at a pond out in North Wyndham off the airline trail. And one thing that really impresses me, these herons aren't small birds, that these herons are civil engineers. They make a very strong product. Is it safe to assume eagles do the same thing? Oh, you bet. And the eagle nest can be, you know, six feet around. Um, and they're a big bird. I mean, they're, you know, 30, 35 inches tall with a six feet uh, wingspan. So they need a big nest. Uh, and the nest that they add to every year and they, they continue to build onto it. Um, now, sometimes we've had nests that, that have fallen down. And when the young are sort of getting ready to fledge, they're flapping their wings. And this is like in June when they're really getting big. Uh, sometimes they'll tear the nest apart. Uh, but they're pretty sturdy. Um, all the nests that we have here in the Lash Green Valley are pretty big, at least six feet um, in, in diameter, uh, and some, and always up in the top end of a tree. You know, maybe that there's they usually get branches above them. They don't build on a platform the way a, a heron or an osprey do. Well, it's not just about the weight of the eagles, too. They've got Mother Nature to deal with. And on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, we had 60 to 65-mile-an-hour winds around here, and those nests have to withstand that as well. This event that took place last Saturday, the Midwinter Eagle Survey, was the first program for the last Green Valley's Eagle Month. Other programs coming up. Fran, tell me about that. Well, Lane, um, this weekend we have uh, a bald eagle hike um, and also a, an acorn adventure, which is a bald eagle event geared more towards kids. Unfortunately, the bald eagle hike is full, uh, as it is next Saturday on the 23rd. Uh, we are keeping a waiting list, um, but there is still room in the acorn adventures, um, and, and that's a chance for folks to see. We, we have, each of the last three years, seen wild bald eagles, but we also partner with Horizon Wings from Ashford on that program, and uh, and they bring a couple of eagles with them so that you can, no matter what, you'll see an eagle up close and really get a, an understanding, a sense of how incredible these birds are, um, to see them in the wild and then to be able to see them um, closer um, is really a, a neat experience, and, and, and it really puts a lot of it in perspective for you, so... And lastly, Bill, why is it important that we study and track eagle numbers? Well, you know, it's uh, they are still uh, a protected species and endangered species in Connecticut. Uh, they're not endangered anymore, or they're not on the uh, endangered species list anymore, partly because of the Midwinter Survey. We've been counting eagles around the country, and the numbers are back up. But, you know, the thing for me is that, you know, anybody out there who, you know, grew up in the 50s and 60s and 70s, we never knew it. saw any bald eagles because they weren't here. Uh, they were dramatically impacted by the uses of VDT uh, uh, pesticide. The numbers plummeted. Um, it was it caused their eggs to fail, and so the population plummeted. And we, we banned DDT. We saw what was happening. And as a result, they're back. This is our national symbol. This is really important. They're an amazing bird. And they're back because we took steps to protect them. Um, and it's a, it's a great success story. In, in, in the world where we have such concerns of what's happening in our environment and our wildlife, here's an example of where we can do the right thing and the animal is back for us to enjoy and, and actually be amazed by and one reason the survey, or the main reason the survey does its work at river locations and flat water locations like ponds and lakes is that the eagles get their food from fish 
in the water. Great stuff. Always enjoy our annual program about the Midwinter Eagle Survey and the role the Last Green Valley plays. Again, you can see pictures of last weekend's event at their Facebook page, The Last Green Valley. Thanks to Chief Ranger Bill Reed from The Last Green Valley and Assistant Director Fran Kafalis. Folks, always a pleasure having you guys on. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. Always a pleasure, too. Have a nice day. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.